Oh shit. Y'all know what time it is. Millennialistic. Motherfucker, fucker. Episode 39. Coming at you live with some ad libs. What do you guys think of me doing this on the intro? Millennialistic. What is up, you guys? What did you guys think of that intro? Uh, we're back at it. This is Millennialistic, episode 39. I'm your hat, uh, your hap, Hapton? I think I tried to say your host and your captain all in one, and it came in out as hap, Hapton. Uh, I'm your Hapton Brian speaking. Um, I do not have Xavier DJ in the booth with me again today. We uh, are still working through some work schedules um, and grinding it out, baby, in COVID. Um, DJ's working, I think, actually on maybe getting a new job. I don't know. I think he was telling me that. Uh, what's up, Melinda? What you guys been up to these last couple weeks? Uh, again, you know, no no episode last week. We're going uh, bi-monthly. Um, Give us uh, some time to fucking focus on things that we need to focus on okay so just back off okay you, you're focusing on the things you need to focus on you you haven't been sending me suggestions for this podcast either so i mean how how are you gonna tell me that i can't you know do things on my own time when you're not even helping me out here okay uh, i've asked you guys plenty of times to send me topics you want me to talk about and nobody sent me anything okay so that's starting to make me think that maybe nobody listens to this podcast but i know that's not true because i see the numbers guys i see you out there listening uh, and I do appreciate those of you that are listening and are sharing this with your people. It definitely means a lot. Um, am I talking too fucking loud? I can't hear it in my fucking headphones. Um, did you guys have a good weekend? Um, anybody, any any football people out there? Uh, anybody watch the the divisional championship games, right? So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Green Bay Packers. And the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills. Um, are there spoilers in sports? I don't think there are. It's one of those. Why is the sports are different, huh? Like, uh, as soon as a game ends, it's okay. You can call all your friends and tell you can call your friends that really care about that team and say, hey, your team just lost. You know, in a close game, in a championship, which, you know, you'd hope, too, if they're a fan of that team, that they're hopefully watching. But but let's say in the case that they couldn't, right, they would probably appreciate you calling them and spoiling that for them, even though it's their team and they weren't able to watch. But in movies, right, if you love a certain movie saga, like Star Wars or the Avengers or whatever people watch these days, and somebody called you immediately after the grand opening to tell you how it ended, you would punch that person in the face. That's kind of interesting, huh? Why is that? Is it because... The outcome in sports is so well broadcasted that it's like hard to admit. Like, you know who won the Super Bowl the next day, even if you don't watch football, because it's literally on every form of media possible. But you again, it's just not commonplace to put that. I don't know, to put the ending of a movie on the radio or something. Uh, It's an interesting concept, I think. Um, Interesting concept. 
Um, I haven't been doing my personal development as much lately, which is probably the reason I've been feeling super depressed and bummed out lately, huh? Uh, weird how that works. Folks, keep working on yourself, goddammit. Go to the gym, do your shit, do things that make you healthy, because it's been a crazy year. And to be quite honest, I don't know if 2021 is looking a whole lot better, man. Things are going crazy out here. Um, all right, so what's, I mean, apart from Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes playing in the Super Bowl, I guess what else has been new? Uh, we had the inauguration of uh, President Biden, if you missed that. Um, I caught bits and pieces kind of here and there. I mean, I'd sit down and watch all like 14 hours of it or whatever. Uh, but it's interesting, man. It's it's so interesting to watch uh, the whole. And again, I hate to get political on this shit, but I lo- I do love covering pop culture, and I think it's very important. And what's going on? I mean, what literally what we're watching right now is un unprecedented to see unprecedented uh, to see the president acting the way that Trump acted, where he's, you know, citing people to storm the Capitol shit. I know I already kind of talked about that, but that was kind of their whole reason uh, for impeachment. I don't know if he officially got impeached the last time we talked um, or if that was still in the works, but that has happened, um, which really doesn't, I mean, it does mean a a lot, kind of. I mean, it didn't mean a whole lot because they essentially impeached him on his last day in office. So as far as like... uh, as far as short term, didn't really do a whole lot. It does do a lot long term, though. This prevents him from, uh, from my understanding, and I think we talked about this last podcast as well, but this prevents him from being able to rerun for office, uh, elected official, and, and just a bunch of other bylaws and other things that he, you know, things like he doesn't get a secret uh, service and doesn't get tax breaks and these sort of things moving forward. So uh, that shit's pretty cool. And I say that to say, you know, I don't, mean to wish ill will on the guy even though as if you listen to this podcast you know i really don't give a fuck about donald trump um you know because some of those benefits when you're the president even for four years let alone you know guys that win re-election and go for eight um even things like that secret service stuff is a big deal because you got to think i mean i would imagine trump will probably get a few death threats here and there as as, as i'm sure every former president has i mean right no matter how good of a president you are there's still roughly 50 percent of the population that thinks you're a fucking dickhead right and a small percentage of those people that quite honestly want to see you dead it's a scary thought man we had a lot of things going on with this inauguration um you know where biden was getting death threats and shit and it just it happens every election you know um maybe more in this one than than before but um I'd find it hard to believe that, you know, Biden had more than Obama. You know, we know that there was a lot of uh, racial tension there and a lot of closet racists came out of the woodworks for that one. Um, but, yeah, dude, um, it's just been kind of crazy. Like, we had the inauguration. There's a bunch of bomb threats and shit. They had to do all these safety precautions to make sure it was going to go down all right. Uh, I have not seen Lady Gaga's performance yet, but I heard that shit was killer. Um, I heard Garth Brooks did a very good job. I watched uh, uh, who do I, I watched Bon Jovi a little bit, and then somebody else. I can't remember who was on, but yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, what do you guys feel the vibes like in the country now? I mean, does it seem 
calmer than it was a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, a year ago. Um, cause I think so, man. And again, I don't, I'm pretty middle of the aisle when it comes to political shit. Um, and quite honestly, if we're just looking at pieces of legislation on pieces of paper, I may even side like blind. I don't know who signed who and whatever, but I may side more with Donald Trump's policies than I do with what Biden comes out in the next four years. But I think the difference is, is Trump orchestrated chaos. This guy could could manifest chaos where there was none. Right. We were all pretty much on the same ground. I mean, 90% of us agreed that the guys in the NFL that were kneeling for the national anthem were doing it out of protest for police brutality and young people getting killed by police officers, especially those of minorities, right? And then Trump blows it up into this whole like, oh, it's disrespectful for veterans and the U.S. flag. And if you kneel, then you're a traitor. And it's like, hey, what the fuck? Like that wasn't even an argument before, man. And you're, and this is what I mean when I say the guy can literally create chaos. He can take uh, an issue that's not really an issue and make it to where it's like, oh, well, if you're on that side, then we're on this side. And suddenly we have two different sides that are totally viewed against each other. And meanwhile, while all you motherfucking Trumpsters are sitting there saying, yeah, well, you should kneel for the flag, blah, 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 blah. Bet you couldn't name me one piece of legislation that Trump passed during that whole NFL kneeling for the flag smokescreen. Because that's the only reason that guy did that. Just so you know, he doesn't really give a shit. Uh, definitely about football players, football players of minorities um, or really military veterans either for that matter. Um the guy wanted you to be focused on that instead of focused on what he was doing. And he did it very well. The guy's not dumb. He's just a douchebag is the problem, right? <laughs> He's just a douchebag is the problem. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, I was listening to some reporters saying, even just in the way that Biden has his day structured, even in the way that his routines are set up to how he's going to uh, communicate with the media, how we're going to know about what executive orders we're going through, um, just when information is going to get, you know, what uh, the president's agenda looks like for the day is rolled out every morning. And they say this is, you know, people in journalism say it's a total 100 percent jump from things with Trump. Like Trump was kind of how you'd, they said, which was actually, I, I kind of forgot about this. Cause I guess I got so used to how things were, but like typically how the oval office, you know, rolls these things out to the country when they have an executive order or they pass a large bill that's going to impact a lot of people, they hold a press conference, right? Or they have regular briefings that either, you know, the president or somebody on their cabinet addresses the media and walks people through these things and answers questions and, you know, rolls it out in a professional setting. Well, they said with Trump, so many of his executive orders and policies and all this thing, they were literally announced to us as Americans via Twitter. I mean, he would just straight tweet them, which like, yes, you could argue is like a great way to get information out to a lot of people quickly, but I don't know if it's the most effective. I mean, you got to remember Twitter is a fucking cesspool of morons. 
Yes, I said it. Twitter's a cesspool of morons. Those of you that have been putting tweets on there for years and years and years and still only get three likes haven't got the hint yet that nobody gives a shit what you're talking about. So the only people on Twitter are the people that are arrogant enough, like people that have podcasts, that think what they put on the internet people actually care and listen to. They don't. (laughs) If you need another example of that go to buzzsprout.com backslash millennialistic. Um, No, we love you guys. But for real, I mean, if you think about it, that's like a very fucked up way to handle very important issues, right? Is to tweet them. I mean, think about all the announcements in your life that you wouldn't tweet, right? You don't tweet when you get a new boyfriend or girlfriend because that is sensitive information for you to share with the entire world in that fashion, And this guy's passing things like immigration reform (laughs) and, you know what I mean, like doing all this stuff just straight from his Twitter profile. Hey, man, there's a time and place for that, and that's not it. So with that being said, the only reason I really bring this up is to say that I truly feel like things have gotten calmer in this country. I feel like people have chilled the fuck out a little bit. I feel like even the Trumpsters that were all like rah-rah, gung-ho in the Capitol— I think even those people are starting to, they're not accepting it, I guess, but they're like learning to deal with it. So maybe that is them accepting it. Like they understand that like this isn't Trump's America anymore and they fought as hard as they could and they did everything they can. But like the guy's not coming back. Biden's in office. This is what we're doing, at least for the next four years. Um, So just fucking get on board with it or if nothing else, shut the fuck up. Okay, because we had to listen to you guys rally and throw your uh, you know your flags around for the last four years. Just sit out for four years. You know what I mean? It's like when you got a when you have a really cocky fan base, right? And then they go to a championship game and lose in that championship game, and then that fan base is still talking shit and waving their flags around like they're world champions. I don't understand it. I've never seen anything like it before. I've never seen people so loyal to a loser that finishes second place in my life. I mean, dude, if my team went to the Super Bowl and lost the next day, I wouldn't go... I would actually probably... Like, if I had a team flag... Like, I'm a big Titans fan, right? If I had a team flag... Uh, that said like AFC champions and then we lost the Super Bowl, I'd probably take that flag down the very next day and kind of keep it down for a few days. And then maybe after a while, bring it back up. Uh, But that's in sports. Don't do that with Trump, please. Um, But I have heard, actually, I heard somebody say this today. I don't have any sources that confirm this, but he's actually thinking about starting his own political party, his own MAGA party, uh, which is scary, but follow me on this. <laughs> this is going to be fucked up. This is where I'm going to lose here. This could be indirectly what saves America, right? And on that, let's take a break. But, okay, have you turned it off yet? Um, here's why I say that. Is, I feel... Okay, we've always said a two-party system's fucking killing us, right? We got the left and right and left and right, and it just keeps getting worse and worse, right? The right keeps getting more right, the left keeps getting more left, and we as the people keep falling more and more into the middle, disassociating with both parties, right? More Republicans are saying, hey, I don't agree with these conservative values still, and a lot of Democrats are saying, hey, I don't know if I agree with all this crazy socialist liberal stuff. Um 
So here's what I think. I think if Trump can start a third party, this MAGA party, right, we'll have all the crazy, crazy rights go crazy, crazy right. And then we'll have the more level-headed rights that come over. So then I think a good amount of people on the left who are ready to kind of leave that party but weren't on the Trump train and don't want things that conservative may come over to the Republican Party. And now finally we have one far right party and then two more middle ground parties. And then I would think that from this, you would see a, a pretty far left party as well, stemming from the, the, the Democrats. Uh, and I believe this is actually how Canada's democracy set up. Is there actually a four party system uh, with really two parties on the extremes on either side and then two parties that fall kind of right in the middle. Uh, but I don't have any Canadians here um, to, to testify that. So I do think that would be pretty hilarious if Trump came in with this whole plan to make America great again. He comes in, completely fucks shit up for four years straight, and then accidentally ends up saving the country long term by forcing us into a three-party system, which is really what we've wanted the whole time. <laughs> you guys follow me? Um, I, I think, like I said, this could be a very positive thing. for as, as scary as like the MAGA party would be, I mean, it would be like, it's all the fuckers you see on, on the Capitol right now, right? It's all these like people that are openly racist, homophobic, Islamophobic, they like just don't like i don't know dude they want to carry assault rifles around in the grocery store like it just they're fucking irrational right um so who cares let them go like let them go i don't i don't want to be in a political party that associates with these people right so um get the fuck out dude go create your own fucking party right and and maybe even from this hopefully what would be really cool is we see a party explosion we go back to where we had five six seven different parties and even if republicans and democrats still dominate for the most part at least people will start to see that this is a legitimate um, viable option for us is that we can have a multi-party system um, so i don't know we'll see how it all plays out this shit will probably take years and years and years Plus, isn't Trump about ready to die anyway? He's like 90-something. Anyway, what the fuck else has been going on? Enough about politics. Um, uh, We talked about the Super Bowl already. You guys don't want to hear me talk about that. Although I will say, um, never been a big Tom Brady fan. But what he's doing is absolutely fucking incredible. And I don't... You'd have to talk to somebody like I'm into sports. You'd have to talk to somebody who knows sports way more than me to get to this. But like, I don't think anybody's ever done this in sports history ever uh, where they've just gone from being the face of a dynasty for 20 years um, up left, went to a worse dynasty in a completely different division, uh, completely different climate, uh, literally went from the Northeast to the Southeast. Um, crazy humidity totally different like division like i said um and then take that team to the super bowl 
that very same year. I mean, that usually when you do see this, at least in football or in sports in general, there's like a rebuilding process. Even when like LeBron went to Miami or when LeBron went to LA, right? Like you need a year, sometimes two, maybe even three or four to really build some role players around the face of your franchise to get this up and going to where you're a legit championship contender. So uh, I guess I say this, I say, still fuck the Patriots. Don't give a fuck about Bill Belichick. Um, Robert Kraft is a piece of shit, but I feel like I'm finding myself liking Tom Brady more um, just from this season. Cause again, I was a big Peyton Manning fan for a long time. I would have told you for a long time that Peyton Manning was the, uh, the best quarterback that ever lived. But I've come in recent years after Tom Brady won his like 16th Super Bowl. I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, you got, I guess you got to give it to the guy. Uh, but man, if they pull this off uh, here in a couple of weeks, that's really something incredible. And even if you don't care about sports, um, like that, that's something that's that's pretty incredible. I mean, imagine a, a Grammy nominated musician. I'm sorry, a Grammy award-winning musician who just has countless and like an uh, like an Elvis Presley, uh, Beyonce, um, you know, Outkast, Drake level of like Billboard, Rihanna type hits, right? And then that person just completely switching on a dime. Um, and then going to like a completely different genre of music and then going and and winning a Grammy with that. I mean, I guess we've talked about, I mean, similar to kind of what uh, Charles Gambino did when he made the switch from hip hop to R&B. And I would even, see, I would even argue that's totally different because there in that creative space, that's still the same process for you. Right for for Donald Glover to go from making hip hop music to R and B, that's still the same creative musical genius who's probably working with a lot of the same producers or you know people of the same influence that have these same creative thoughts and that sort of thing. And within with the with this Tom Brady analogy, I mean it's literally it's it's going to a completely different state and working with a completely different group of people who you're relying. I mean it would be like. Uh, I guess almost more like somebody leaving the fr- being the front man of a band and then going and like starting a new band and then kind of like what Dave Grohl with did with like Nirvana and the Foo Fighters. I mean, it's really, uh, you know, it's like on that kind of level of just like, you know, imagine if Dave Grohl did that with the Foo Fighters, but like totally switched fucking like went and played jazz music and then brought like jazz music back and we were all like banging that shit. I mean, that's the kind of level we're talking about with Tom Brady right now. Um, it's crazy. Like I said, as much as I hate kind of the next guy, you know, seeing him in another Super Bowl, it is what it is, man. Give give the guys props. Um, but man, that's pretty much all I really got for you guys this week. Um, I'm hoping to have a couple guests on later this week. I'm hoping to have my co-hosts on here soon. Like I said, guys, we're we're working through some different schedules and that sort of thing. You know, my schedule's changed. Their schedules have changed. So it's been kind of crazy. So uh, you may be hearing from me a lot lately. Uh, I might have my wife on from time to time. We'll see. She's been excited to get on. I've had a couple of friends uh, reach out. Um, I know Erin Miller wants to come back on an episode. Would love to have her back on. She's got some topics that I really am excited to, uh, I really want to talk about because I think I've learned a lot from her and the things that she, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I've learned a lot from her and things that she's talked to me about. And I think that um, hopefully you guys will too. And if you're not, um, if you can't relate, then hopefully 
um, you can help somebody who can't. So uh, be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, um, please go subscribe and rate our shit on Apple Podcasts. Um, please subscribe to us on Spotify. Share it with your friends. That's the biggest thing, guys. If you could, um, do me a huge favor. When you see our social media posts, especially on Facebook, Instagram, allow me to put links in posts. Or at least in the comments so people can click on and go to the website. That's all I have to say. But please, if you wouldn't mind sharing our Facebook post because that has the actual links on it where people can click and get directly to it. Um, That's what we're looking for, man. We're looking to spread the word. And I want to talk about things that you guys want to talk about. So if there's topics um, that you guys just want to hear a different perspective on or a perspective on or, hey, here's how I'm thinking. What do you guys think? uh, Please email us at millennialistic uh m-i-l-l-e-n-n uh fucking damn it i always forget how to spell this hold on m-i-l-l-e-n-n-i-a-l-i-s-t-i-c millennialistic pod at gmail.com or just fucking text me most of you guys have my number (laughs) just text me and say yo talk about this on the next episode uh in the meantime please do all that shit share our shit i love you guys and i will see you in two weeks Uh